Welcome to Spark People Radio, inspirational, motivational, and educational radio, guaranteed to spark your day and spark your life. I'm Lily Hills, your host, and we've got a tremendously entertaining show for you today with some of the hottest and healthiest tips for getting into the very best shape of your life. Because the truth is, we all want to get that feeling of being comfortable in our bodies and free from worries around weight and our health, feeling strong. Because according to Twitter and Facebook these days, strong is the new skinny. I love that. In order to be strong, it's important that you include what I call Mother Nature's candy in your daily food choices. Mother Nature's candy, also known as fruit. And it should be obvious that it's a good idea to eat more fruit, but there are a lot of ladies and gentlemen out there who are worried about the sugar content in fruit and see it as a potential diabetes risk or a sweet snack that's likely to make them gain weight. Now, all the experts agree we're eating too much sugar. That's uncontested. It's contributing to obesity and other health problems. The average American is eating 130 pounds a year of sugar. 130 pounds. And I would probably say that I tripled that amount during my compulsive eating days. Sugar was definitely my biggest weakness. That and bread. And for some of us, actually for most of us, sugar is as addictive as cocaine which is pretty wild. That's how it impacts our, our brain. But back to the fruit, sometimes in the rush to avoid any sugar, most many of us are avoiding fruits. And Dr. David Ludwig, the director of the New Balance Foundation Obesity Prevention Center, said that sugar consumed in fruit is not linked to any adverse health effects, no matter how much you eat. That's great news, and it means you don't have to make fresh fruit a casualty in the sugar war. Because whole fruits, they contain a bounty of antioxidants and healthful nutrients. And their cellular scaffolding is what they call it, you know, the structure of the fruit. It's made of a fiber that provides a wealth of metabolic benefits. It can keep you from overeating because it makes you feel fuller. Because unlike processed foods, which are usually digested in the first few feet of our intestines, fiber-rich fruit breaks down more slowly. So it travels far longer through the digestive tract, which triggers that satiation hormone that tends to cluster further down in the small intestine. So fruit is good food. When you bite into an apple, for example, fruit's fiber helps to slow your absor absorption, slow your absorption of the fructose, the main sugar in most fruits. But fiber is not the full story on fruit. Many benefits. It's in increased fruit consumption. It's tied to lower body weight a lower risk of obesity-associated diseases, and it changes our intestinal flora by helping different species of healthy bacteria to thrive, which sounds weird that we've got bacteria in our body, but we do, and we need them healthy. So again, fruit is good food. Ideally, you want to be eating a wide variety of fruits, all the colors out there. Eat the rainbow, my friends. Eat the rainbow because different colored fruits have different nutrients and antioxidants, so go for the variety. And also know, though, that not all forms of fruit are created equal. And this is where some of the confusion comes in, because there's whole fruit, there's juices, there's dried fruit, and then sweetened dried fruit. And experts caution against choosing juice over whole fruit, because without the fiber, the sugar is released more rapidly into your bloodstream, and it makes it easier to drink more calories rapidly. And dried fruits kind of hold some of the same disadvantages, 
It concentrates, dried fruit concentrates the calories and the sugar into smaller packets, which makes it easier to ex- consume excess calories. But dried fruit, better than juice because it preserves some of the fruit's cellular structure along with the health assets it provides. So the fruit hierarchy, fresh fruit followed closely by dried fruit with fresh squeezed juice in third place. Avoid those processed juices, which are mostly nothing more than sugar water. Okay. And the funny thing about fruit, this always reminds me of a dinner party I went to about 15 years ago. And everyone at the table was talking about their pet peeve. One guy at the table hated the word cocoa, but there was one fellow who hated fruit, just despised it, which was surprising because this man owned a Jamba Juice franchise. He was around it all the time. I'm blown away by that fact. Fruit hater owns Jamba Juice franchise. I think that needs to be a headline somewhere. So next up, we've got Joe Donatelli with us, a writer and humor columnist who took a walk on the wild side and decided he was going to step away from his fitness comfort zone and try some non-traditional forms of exercise that gave him more access to the ladies. All I'm going to tell you is that his story involves Richard Simmons in a cape. That man is hilarious. You're listening to Spark People Radio, supporting our listeners and learning the healthy, permanent, and pleasurable approach to getting into the best mental and physical shape of your life. It's hard to know where a project will take you or what tools you may need. Craftsman understands that, which is why they built so much versatility and convenience into their family of Craftsman Universal tools. Each tool gives you the ability to tackle six different types of nuts and bolts, so when you run into a different type of fastener, look at that! No new tool required. Instead of spending time digging around in your toolbox, you get to focus on the job at hand and finish it quicker. With Craftsman Universal tools, you're never without exactly what you need to get the project done right. Craftsman, trust in your hands. Available at Craftsman.com, Sears, Ace Hardware, and Sears Hometown Stores. Welcome back to Spark People Radio, the fitness program spreading across the nation. And we're spreading that positive spark thanks to you. I'm Lily Hills, your host, and our guest today is Joe Donatelli. Joe is a freelance health journalist in Los Angeles and the publisher of the Humor Columnist website. Joe is, and I'm quoting him here, comfortable referring to himself in the third person. I found that fascinating. And perhaps most importantly, he has a dog named Chloe who has her own theme song. Welcome to the show, Joe. And Joe, you're a man that some would say is a man's man. And you're a guy that's intentionally stepped outside of this fitness comfort zone and tried forms of exercise that have traditionally been women's territory. I hear Zumba's been on the agenda. So won't you share with us a few of your fun trials and tribulations as, you, as you've uh, stepped outside your box? Yeah, hi, Lily. I hi. found myself uh, in Zumba class a very uh, lonely, lonely man, as in <laughs> the only man. Oh. Uh, I. Yeah, I went to uh, I went to uh, Zumba for about a month, and in that month, I was the only man. Uh, I, there were two other men uh, total, and about 130, 140 other people. Oh my word! And so that's the first day is when the humiliation started, right? Because the first day of Zumba <laughs> for all of us, a little rough. <laughs> the humiliation, yeah, it's it's all <laughs> mental. It's all it's all foisted upon yourself. You're just sitting because you're you know if you've done Zumba you know you're dancing and uh, if you're in a dance studio you're in front of a large mirror and you get to watch every mistake you make. I know, I know. And what's so what's so fascinating about it is that the shame that we feel for our inability to match the steps is not really commensurate with what's happening because nobody's looking at us. 
you know, we're looking at ourselves and we're thinking everyone's staring at me, but we're the only ones staring at ourselves. Absolutely. The, these researchers uh, actually created, uh, they, they actually dubbed a term called the spotlight effect. And it's the thing that happens when people think everyone is looking at them and nobody's looking at them. But as human <laughs> beings, as selfish, you know, self-interested human beings, we all think that the world revolves around us, of course. Uh, and so uh, these researchers did a study uh, where they had, uh, they had some students stand up uh, in front of a classroom uh, and uh, they had, uh, you know, basically they had, they had shirts on that were very outrageous and the students were embarrassed. And when they asked the rest of their classmates later what these students were wearing, nobody remembered. Nobody cared. Nobody gave a darn what they were wearing. That's such great information to have because for those people that are listening that are thinking, I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm too embarrassed. Nobody is watching you. You are free to go to the gym virtually unobserved. And, uh, and that's freedom right there. And in terms of the Zumba class, are you feeling now like you kind of got the rhythm? Have you got the moves down? Would you say Here's that? Here's what happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Here's what happened. I, about two classes in, I figured it out, and it all clicked. And Zumba became the fastest hour of workout I've ever done because you're completely <laughs> engaged. You can't stop thinking because you'll run over people if you, you know, if, you, if you stop paying attention. And I almost did. I, did, I didn't bump into a, a girl one time. I profusely apologized. Uh, but the uh, the thing about it is it just absolutely flies by because you're doing something different every five minutes. Yeah. So now was there another occasion that I read about on one of your blogs that spoke to the fact that you did some type of a class with Richard Simmons? Yes, and this is wonderful. And if you have uh, any listeners in Los Angeles, I highly recommend it. Uh, over in Beverly Hills, Richard Simmons offers, I think it's three classes a week to the public. And for 12 bucks, you can go work out with Legend, legend, Richardson. He's, Twelve dollars. My gosh, that I think that's so sweet that he's doing that. And how many people are in a class? There were about fifty people, and uh, again, I was one of the three guys. <laughs> <laughs> my God, you're brave. Yeah, I, I, I like to think so. I had my wife there though for support. I needed a, I needed a safety blanket. So beautiful. Good, good choice. Yeah. Good choice. So Richard Simmons, I've never seen the man out of shorts. But I love, I, I love his enthusiasm. Richard Simmons, I would go to that class because talk about time going quickly. Watching him would be like a live performance that you only pay $12 for and get a workout in. It is. And first of all, I agree. I, I, can't, I, I refuse to believe in a Richard Simmons that isn't always wearing shorts, first of all. So I agree <laughs> with you. And, and second of all, uh, the class is just very much about him, as it should be, because you can take a cardio class anywhere in LA. I mean, you walk down the street and you're going to walk past something, CrossFit, cardio, just a regular old gym. What you're getting is the, the Richard Simmons experience. And it, it is just all about him. And he is on the entire time you're in the room. And it's fantastic. <laughs> We're talking to Joe Donatelli right now. He's, he's given us the lowdown on Richard Simmons' workout class. He'll be sharing more unique tips for men or the men in your life to add some much needed variety to their workout routines when we come back. You're listening to Spark People Radio, a program that's designed to support you in experiencing the delicious and rewarding feeling of being healthy in every sense of the word. If the measure of a car was how many people it turned into people who love cars, the Subaru Outback would be worth its weight in gold, thanks largely to its symmetrical all-wheel drive. 
Unlike other systems that wait for a wheel to slip, it powers all four wheels all the time. All while with better fuel economy than midsize SUVs. And the fact that the Outback is made in a zero landfill plant doesn't hurt either. It's a car that is truly built to be loved. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. You're listening to Spark People Radio, a show designed to remind you that you're just one workout, one meal, and one thought away from getting back on track with all your health-related goals. What matters most is not what you did in the past, not yesterday, but what you do from this moment forward. I'm Lily Hills, your host, and our guest today is Joe Donatelli, who is a L.A. freelance health journalist and the publisher of the humor columnist website, hysterical. And before the break, Joe was just about to tell us about his experience with Richard Simmons, who, as we all know, is that workout guru with unlimited energy. And one of the funniest jokes I ever heard, Joe, about Richard Simmons, it was on uh, David Letterman, top 10 signs Richard Simmons has lost his mind. Number one was eat sticks of butter like they were carrots. (laughs) <laughs> I think we'd all pay money to see that Oh my god he's, he's, he's a, He is one happy guy he's, he's done a lot of good in the world So tell me a little bit more about Probably the most entertaining moment Of his performance during that jazz dance class Well he Will pull everyone into He'll make a dance circle And he pulls everyone <laughs> into the middle of it And you'll, he'll get like 10 or you know 5 or 10 people And he kept on doing groups of women. At the end, he pulled all the guys out, the three or four guys. And uh, instead of dancing with us, he laid down on the ground and writhed on the floor in no. a suggestive manner. As no. If he was a model in a 1980s rock video. I guess that's the best way to put it. Uh. And, and he made sure to make eye contact with everybody. And it was, and, and he was, <laughs> it was Richard Simmons. So you're just laughing your butt off because you're like, okay, now I'm getting the full Richard Simmons experience. I do not feel cheated at all. I, this happens. I will always have this. I will. I will always have my moment with Richard Simmons. And the thing about Richard Simmons, he can get away with so much because he is such a nice guy. You can totally tell that he's well intentioned. You nailed it. Because well, first of all, the reason he's a national treasure is he makes working out fun, and that mm-hmm. can be. That was. It wasn't fun for a long time. Then he came along, and the second thing is, yeah, his his trademark phrase in the class. If he likes you, if he tells you to shut up. So if he likes your shirt, he'll look at it and go, shut up. If he recognizes you, he gives you a shut up. And that's what he said. And only an incredibly nice person could get away with that. That is, that is the truth because that is one of my pet peeves. Is that particular mm-hmm. saying? I don't know what. It just feels I'm offended by it. And it has nothing uh-huh. to do with me. It's just, a, it's just a little saying. But, yeah, Richard Simmons, if he said it to me, I think he could get away with it. I think he exactly. could. Exactly. He can because he's Richard Simmons. He's Richard Simmons. So so were the people that were in the class, were they repeat people? Were they people that had been there before and were so entertained that they came back? Are there new people that come in? The first two rows, which is about 20 people, go, clearly go to every class because they knew each other. They knew each other by name. They got long uh, hugs from Richard. They got multiple air kisses from Richard. There's <laughs> definitely a click that goes every single week, and this is their thing. And that's one of the wonderful things about Los Angeles is there's so many things to do, and there's a group of people who their thing, instead of meeting for coffee or, or playing cards every week, is to go to Richard Simmons. So it's, it's that, and then there's about 30 or 40 of the rest of us who just kind of pop in and, uh, and take the class for fun or with friends or if we have somebody in town and we want to entertain. 
Okay, so the the other thing you did, other than Zumba and Richard Simmons, was a juice fast, which lasted all of three days, I think you said? Is that right? Yes. Okay. I made it three days. I think I counted exactly when it hit 72 hours, I ate. <laughs> <laughs> a, a burrito the size of a football, I would imagine. Uh, no, actually, I went to the L.A. Dodgers and had, game and had a hot dog. That's oh, I went from being as healthy as possible to being as unhealthy as possible as quickly as possible. Yeah, I don't know what it is about that backlash effect. I've done that thousands of times where I've said, all right, I'm going to eat healthy and only healthy. And there's something about that that makes it impossible to stay focused on your fitness goals. It's, it's, it's a very strange phenomenon, and it sounds like you experience the same thing. Oh, I did. I, at one point, uh, about two or two and a half days into it, when I was at my most fevered and crazed because I hadn't eaten anything, uh, my wife and I were walking by what I didn't know at the time was a Wells Fargo bank, but it, it had the same structure as a McDonald's. So I was smelling McDonald's by looking at this building that was actually a bank because my brain was going so crazy <laughs> from hunger. I thought a Wells Fargo was a McDonald's. That's how hungry I was. Oh, my. That's... That's a first, Joe. That is a first. But it just goes to show you, it does. Diets make you, in, in some ways, a little crazy. I mean, because yeah. be before I started dieting, I didn't think about food until I was hungry. But my first diet set me off with a compulsive relationship with food that lasted for 15 years. So yeah. in terms of the juice fast, I've heard there are some great things about it. But was the backlash so intense after that that you would not suggest doing it or would you say it's for some people and not others and that's usually how i go because for some of us it's not going to work that's clear but what would you say based on your experience my, my takeaway from it is it's a great way if you want to lose a lot of weight really quickly um it's it's not sustainable and and uh, you know lily i'd like to hear your thoughts on this but you, you know the best diets are the ones that are sustainable right are the ones you'll, Definitely. you'll keep doing and yeah, and, and, and the other thing, the other the, the positive was you um, build up your discipline muscle. And, that, and so I was proud that I was able to do it. And, uh, and Three days is an myself. eternity, Joe. Three days is yeah. an eternity on juice. You should be proud of yeah. yourself. <laughs> I was. I, there's people who do 30, and I don't know how they do it. but uh, They're not they, human, I, Joe. They're Frankly, they're just not human. <laughs> Have you gained the weight back that you lost? Because that's usually uh, what happens. Yeah, I did. It took it yeah. took me a week or two, but I gained it back. Because what you end up doing uh, is initially uh, losing a lot of water weight. That's exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And all that effort, that's the challenge with those juice fasts for me. To put that much energy in and to suffer that much and to not have it pay off. I'm out, Joe. Yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but I do juice. <laughs> no, don't do it, Lily. Don't do it. <laughs> but I do juice, and I incorporate that into my food choices. And we were talking earlier about fruit on the show, the value of fruit. And I do do these delicious combo juices. I just can't do them exclusively. It's just, I'm not that girl. I'm just, I'm, I'm, no, I'm raising my hand high. Yeah, I understand. The other thing, the other residual effect of that is I now do a couple juice meals a week and I never did that before. And I found that I've become that, that LA guy who starts talking about what kind of juice he likes to drink at parties. And I'm like, mm -hmm. Oh, what is going on with me? I'm, I'm that guy now. I'm talking juice at a party. So I, I just tone that down a little bit. So I keep my friends. I, I hear you. And I so appreciate the fact that you came on and you shared your funny stories with us and definitely uh, check out Joe's column, humor columnist website. He's one of the funniest writers I've ever read. So Joe, thank you so much. Thank you, Lily. It was fun to be on. And so next up, we have with us Dr. Johnny Bowden. He's a fitness guru.
best-selling author known as the Rogue Nutritionist. And he's going to be giving us some tips on changes, little changes, that have big health impacts for men. So for you gentlemen or the ladies with husbands and brothers and sons, stay tuned. You're listening to Spark People Radio. And when you're tired of listening to all the negative messages out there, all the voices of doom and gloom, please tune in to us to get a positive message that lifts your spirit and feeds your soul. At Bridgestone, we say our passion for performance knows no bounds. But what does that mean? Well, it means that we're so passionate about tire technology that sometimes we find ourselves wondering what might happen if we applied that passion elsewhere. Like, say, furniture for your home. Oh, yeah. A sleek black tire tread sofa that can stop on a dime with matching end table that can handle any road condition. And, uh, uh, well, perhaps we'll just stick to tires. Because really, tires are what we know best. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. You're listening to Spark People Radio, the show that's here to remind you that you've got the power to reach all of your health and fitness goals. I'm Lily Hills, your host, and I have with me today the very charming Dr. Johnny Bowden. He's the author of the best-selling book, The Great Cholesterol Myth, Why Lowering Cholesterol Won't Prevent Heart Disease. And this lovely gentleman's known as the Rogue Nutritionist. He was recently voted one of the most 100 most influential people in health and fitness by GreatList.com. And Dr. Johnny is a nationally known expert on weight loss and nutrition. He's a board-certified nutritionist and a best-selling author of 13 books on health. Johnny, when do you sleep, man? <laughs> so done with smoke and mirrors. I was going to say. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I'm thrilled to have you here. And Thank you. especially excited for you to talk to all the, the gentlemen out there that are listening into the show mm-hmm. to talk about the little changes that are going to make big health impacts for the men. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that you and I both know that it is the little things that make the difference. But the problem is our mind sets us up to think we have to do the big things in order to move ahead. So the little ones are the ones we really actually actively want to work on. Well, you're absolutely right, but I'd like to make an addendum to that. You're right that the little things really do add up. They really do make a difference, and they're sometimes the easier ones to tackle because they're actions that we can take, and and they don't require a big change of any kind. But I I would disagree that they're the only ones that matter because there are, in fact, some real big ones that people need to be willing to make, especially if they've really gone off track, especially if they're fighting obesity, especially if they're fighting diabetes. And those big ones, yes, the little ones add up. But on some level, you have to be willing to have a changed relationship with food. You have to be willing to have a changed relationship with time. Because one of the things you'll hear from people the most is, I don't have time to do this, I don't have time to do this. And there's an old cartoon I show at a workshop sometimes where it shows the, uh, the, the doctor with a, a high-tech exec you know, type A personality type on a treadmill saying, I, I just don't have a time for any of this stuff. And the doctor says, well, you'll have plenty of time when you're dead. And yeah. that's kind of the way it, it really is. Uh, you know, the things, the choices that we're making, the, the foods that we're eating, the lifestyles that we're living are slowly killing us. 
And mm-hmm. yes, you can make small cost corrections, and before you know it, they add up, and they're huge. You change your cooking oil. You uh, add some berries to your diet every day. You uh, cut down on alcohol. You go for a walk. You know, these are small changes that people can implement. You take an infrared sauna. You, you know, take some time to for stress reduction. But really, these are symptoms of a change in your heart that you've got to really want a different life, a different health, a body that you can be proud of. And it doesn't have to be thin. It doesn't have to look like the, you know, latest Vogue model, you know, anorexic, you know, fawn of the... Photoshopped, right. Yeah, but it just just does really mean that you've got to kind of rethink priorities. And I I think that's a big one. And, And we don't want to give short shrift to that either. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And the challenge is that most people have a difficult time diving into the big stuff. So it's the little stuff that introduces them to a new world and gives them momentum. So so what are these some of these tiny steps? You kind of touched on a few of them. What are these smaller steps that will lead to the bigger steps? I think you had mentioned sauna. I and that's interesting. That, yeah. We can start. That would that that we can start with that. Let's work. Let's do it from the list. Of, yeah. Now you know the the thing about infrared saunas is that they really offer a kind of heat that the body can tolerate for quite a while. They're not uncomfortable at all. You don't sweat in them, and they kind of like they're the same heat that's used in incubators, and. You know, although the science is emerging on this, they appear to be very very detoxifying. Uh, one in particular that I like, the sunlight and sauna, is, uh, has just been shown in a study that was done at a major university to actually lower blood pressure. And I think that that's a really, you know, having just written the great cholesterol myth and talking about the real risks for heart disease, blood pressure is a real risk for heart disease. That's one I take very seriously. So, again, with, with the sunlight and infrared saunas, you're not only getting some detoxification and perhaps some lowered blood pressure, which is very much needed, but also you're taking that little bit of time out for yourself, and that really goes to the second of the most important changes, which is to find some time for yourself to reduce stress levels. I'm telling you that the biggest area of research in the next decade, there are going to be two. One is going to be the microbiome, that the amount of bacteria that live inside our bodies, the trillions of bacteria and organisms, the probiotics and all that, big area of research, big area of discovery waiting to happen, but the second one, is stress and the real effects that stress has on the heart, on the vascular system, on the circulation, on the brain, on the hippocampus. This is, this is killing us. It's adding to every disease we have and managing stress in some realistic way that people can actually do. Look, I'm not a meditator. I'd love to learn, but I've never been able to do it, but I can sit in the sauna for five minutes. I can sit at my desk and do a deep breathing exercise for four minutes. And even these little changes like that actually do slow you down, lower your cortisol levels a little bit, and actually give you a break from unrelenting stress that we're under 24-7. That is an excellent point because I am so you're so preaching to the choir on that one. I did find that in case my case in the case of my own 65 pound weight loss, it happened when I reduced the stressors in my life, when I actually got a good night's sleep, when I actually learned to slow down and evaluate the way I was thinking. Yeah. It made all the difference in the world, and it made it easy. It wasn't easy to lose the 65 pounds, but it was much easier because I learned how to manage my mindset. And that's another thing they don't talk about, as you mentioned, stress reduction. That's crucial. But training us how to think in a way that serves us rather than defeats us is critical. Absolutely true. 
You're listening to Spark People Radio. We're talking to Dr. Johnny Bowden, author of the best-selling book, The Great Cholesterol Myth. And when we come back, he's going to be giving us some more incredibly powerful tiny tips that are going to have a big health impact on the men in your life. Or if you're a gentleman, it's going to be helping you. You're listening to Spark People Radio, a show designed to make it easier for you to keep your focus on all of your health and fitness goals and more fun at the same time. Barrett Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auctions, returns to the Mandalay Bay Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, September 26th through the 28th. Hundreds of amazing vehicles will cross the auction block. Be a part of the three-day lifestyle event and the energy that is Barrett Jackson. That's September 26th through the 28th at the Mandalay Bay Hotel and Casino. Tickets are available at Barrett-Jackson.com. That's Barrett-Jackson.com. You're listening to Spark People Radio, and if you ever need a little kickstart to get you back on track, to give you a much-needed gentle push in the right direction, please tune in to us, because we want to make your road to your healthiest self paved with joy and fun and a feeling of personal empowerment that lasts all week. And we're talking today with fitness guru and best-selling author, Dr. Johnny Bowden. And Johnny, before the break, we were talking about a few of the things we can do to help to get into better shape, to take better care of ourselves. And we're talking about the power of slowing down, meditation, breathing exercises. These are mm-hmm. things that reduce our stress levels, make it easier for us to stay present in the moment and less likely to compulsively eat. So, Absolutely. So let's talk about a few more of the little things that lead to the bigger things because we all agree we need to do the bigger things. But for most of us, it's too hard to jump in and do a full court press. <laughs> well, that's true. And, and you know, I, I, whatever it's worth, 30 seconds, uh, my whole career in health and my transformation from a smoking, you know, drugging, alcohol, sopped, you know, fast food, junky, obese mess was very much one step at a time. When I first started going to the gym, I was one of those guys who smoked after the workout. So, <laughs> no. you know? so I no. definitely understand. Oh, yeah. So I, I made, you know, my changes were gradual over a couple of years before I really, you know, and, and uh, so I totally understand that and I, I agree with you. But to go back to what other changes could be made, you know, I was asked on the website Big Think um, what was one of the number one things we could do about heart disease and my answer, which sounded Maybe might have sounded flip at the time, but, you know, if you read The Great Cholesterol Myth, you'll see it was anything but a flip answer. My answer was the first thing you can do is stop worrying about your cholesterol because Uh that ain't what's getting you. That is not what's giving you a heart attack. That is not the cause of heart disease. And the more you obsess about this fairly innocuous player, the more you take your eye off the ball about what's really killing you. So what I would, although that was a somewhat flippant answer, what I would say to guys is, uh, start looking at your diet and don't believe everything you've heard about, you know, low carb diets being bad for you. What's killing you is sugar and starch. And mm. we, we, we lay out a lot of evidence for that in the book, The Great Cholesterol Myth. It's sugar and starch. If you go back to a diet that is closer to what your ancestors would have eaten. And I, I call it the Johnny Bowden four food groups, food you could hunt, fish, gather, or pluck. Nice. If you were naked on the African savanna with a stick, what could you round up? Yes. <laughs> probably good for you. And, you know, I've never been afraid of saturated fat. I think it got a bad rap. 
It got confused with trans fats at a time when we really didn't know that they were two different things. Um, the whole wrap on animal products, part of it deserved because of the quality of the meat that we eat in this country. Mm. Very hard to recommend, but if you can get grass-fed meat, you're eating a health food. And I eat that almost every day. So to the extent that you can do a kind of change here and, and get out of the cereal for breakfast and high-carb this and, and actually go to a leaner kind of protein and fat and vegetable-based diet, yeah, I don't care what happens to your – well, I, I shouldn't say I don't care what – what will happen is that your cholesterol and triglyceride and inflammation uh, mediator profile will improve. All of those numbers will improve, and you've got to get your doctor to look underneath the, uh, the lid of the cholesterol test. The ones we're using are out of date. We need to know particle number. We need to know particle size. We need to know uh, lipoprotein little a. We need to know apoprotein B. These are the numbers that matter. The old good and bad cholesterol test is out of date. And if that's what's driving your dietary choices, you're going in the wrong direction. Wow. So what do you suggest to those people out there that have, whose doctors have told them? You need I, to I suggest that they read the great, that they give the great cholesterol myth to their doctor. We're getting hundreds of letters from people like that, from doctors who have literally turned their, you know, opened their eyes and started rereading the research that they grew up on and that they've accepted as truth for so long. Uh, people who are really changing their minds about this, and they're all over the place. So we urge you to read the book. See if it stimulates any thought or any uh, further, you know, desire to look into this stuff. We didn't make this controversy up. It's been on for years. We just wrote the first book that kind of broke through to the public. But they've been writing about the emperor's new clothes on cholesterol for a very long time. It's amazing, isn't it, that science, that, that the medical community and medical diagnoses are not an exact science. It's an art form. And not everybody has the knack of it. And, and a lot of these doctors have, have very solid and, and uh, immovable ideas about what is right for their patients. And yes. in, in, that, in that world, you have to be completely open-minded because new things are being discovered every day. We used yes. to use leeches as a medical treatment, for God's sake. So you know how, how things change over time and our bodies are changing and, and trying to respond to a whole host of new toxins that we weren't exposed to even 50 years ago. That's absolutely true. And, you know, it's funny that almost all my, my MD friends, and I have many, have told me that at medical school, every single uh, incoming student hears the same speech, which is this. Uh, before they begin their four-year course of medical school, they say, about 50% of what we're about to teach you is wrong. The problem is we don't know which 50%. And that's oh. true because any science that's true. Yeah. Any science. That's I'm true. glad to hear they're saying that, actually. That's actually comforting to know that they know you have got to question this information and that everybody's body is like this unique organism that needs to be independently assessed. Yes. So you wanted to go back to simple changes guys can make. Stop using so much vegetable oil. Okay. Stop thinking that every time you, you, you saute in corn oil or mazola oil or, God forbid, canola oil, which is one of the crummiest oils there is, or soybean oil or any of these vegetable oils, that you're doing yourself a favor. Here's the problem. We need, there is omega-6 
and that's what's found in vegetable oil, and there's omega-3, that's what's found in fish, okay? We need those two essential fats, and we need them to be in balance. The reason being that omega-6s produce inflammatory chemicals in our body that we need for healing, and anti-inflammatory, and omega-3s produce anti-inflammatory chemicals that we also need for healing, and those two things need to be in balance. We are currently consuming not a one-to-one ratio, but a 16-to-1. So we are feeding the fires of inflammation which fire up every disease that we know of, from heart disease to obesity to cancer to diabetes to Alzheimer's disease. There's an inflammatory component in every one of them. So we want to lower inflammation, and when we use exclusively vegetable oil, avoiding saturated fat, avoiding omega-9s, and, and just loading up on processed food that, is, that uses vegetable oil for almost every single process that requires an oil, then we are kind of literally uh, feeding the inflammatory army in our body about 1,600 times more than the anti-inflammatory army. So you've got to pull back, guys, on the vegetable oils. Start using more olive oil, macadamia nut oil, coconut oil, palm oil. These are great oils. Butter, great fats. I and love it. Them in with a little bit of sesame oil once in a while, but you just want to really get that balance. Just right. a dollar. You're listening. <laughs> you've been listening to Dr. Johnny Bowden. He's the author of the best-selling book, The Great Cholesterol Myth: Why Lowering Cholesterol Won't Prevent Heart Disease. I'm going to go out and grab that book. I'm going to switch up my oils. Thank you so much, Dr. Okay. Johnny, for being on you're with us. So welcome. You are utterly charming, and you're bringing a Thank wealth you. of information to to everyone that's listening. So I appreciate Thank it very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. And next up, a talk show host tweeted a picture of her feet on the scale. And she tweeted her weight. It's got Twitter all wildly tweeting. We'll tell you who it is and what she tweeted next up. You're listening to Spark People Radio, inspirational, motivational, and educational radio, guaranteed to spark your day and spark your life. Is your car talking to you? Do you hear a squeal when you step on the brake pedal? Chances are, this is the brake pad wear indicator telling you that it's time to replace those brake pads. Your Haynes manual will lead you through this relatively easy procedure. Over 400 Haynes manuals are offered covering most vehicles on the road. For information on a repair manual for your car, go to Haynes.com. That's Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S.com. Welcome back to Spark People Radio. Getting in the best shape of your life needs to have some fun aspects to it. If you're going to stick to it, you need to be able to still have some fun with food. You need to have fun in your workouts. And speaking of fun, as we mentioned, my redheaded co-host and I went to La La Land, Los Angeles, to the L.A. Food and Wine event that's basically, it took over L.A. And it was started by two friends of ours, David Bernal and Robert Wakely. And this, this event has got to be one of the most spectacular events for foodies ever to hit the U.S. of A. It's 70 separate events over four days in five cities. They had dozens of food tastings and celebrity chefs and a lineup of entertainment that included The Roots and Gavin DeGraw and Ziggy Marley. It's a full-blown Bacchanalia. And I paced myself so I could enjoy as many of the foods and festivities as possible so I wouldn't come back with a food hangover because we all know that doesn't feel very good. But what does feel better is enjoying all the delicious foods in balance, which I did, and getting more physical activity because I wanted to eat more. Bottom line, I love to eat. And all I had to do is to move a little bit more to make up for it. That's all. And feeling good in our bodies is what it's all about. 
Mika Brzezinski, the co-host of Morning Joe, was feeling so good in her own body that this week she did something unusual for a public figure, or a woman for that matter. She tweeted a photo of her weight on a scale, which of course got the Twitter world a-tweetin'. And this Morning Joe co-host, who's been struggling with an eating disorder for many years, wrote, here's my weight, 135.9 pounds. One year ago today, I was 118, and I felt fat. I feel good about this, actually. And she wrote, hashtag obsessed. And Mika opened up about her issues with food in her body earlier this year in her book, Obsessed. She said she spent decades overeating and overexercising in secret until a heart-to-heart conversation with her friend. And she wrote in a blog post after that that my goal was a healthy 135-pound woman who ate a reasonable meal when she was hungry instead of someone who freaked out when the scale tipped to 120 pounds and fought against the urge to eat at every turn and often felt drained by all that effort. And I think it's incredibly brave of her to share her story. You know, I can remember very clearly those days of being body-obsessed, and they were the most challenging of my life. So I'm happy she's being so candid about her own struggles so that the rest of us know we're not alone in our food obsession. You know, it's something that's pretty much swept the nation, but ultimately we can all move beyond it. And it's easier to do once you're in a pattern. Chris Downey, our founder, talks about the possibility of starting a streak that's small, 10 minute increments, so that you're meeting some goals. And when you do, you start to feel good about yourself. You get that little mental momentum that makes you think, yeah. I got this. I can do 10 minutes a day, but then it builds upon that because you release so many great endorphins in your body when you're physically active. So it builds that neuropath in your mind. It builds that repeat pattern until it gets to the point where it gets easier. So taking care of your body, I think that's Mika's message, is something that's incredibly important. And in this world where we're so obsessed with the way that we look, it makes it more challenging for us to accept our bodies as they are. But as Mika so beautifully demonstrated, what a great thing to do. What a great role model. This is my weight. This is who I am. This is my body. And I'm comfortable. And that's the message for you today. Really appreciate the body that you're living in. You guys out there that are feeling like, oh, you know, I don't have to take that extra walk today or I don't need to get my body moving. Gentlemen, your body is a temple you're going to be living in for the rest of your life. You want to absolutely up your ante on taking excellent care of it by moving it more and eating great foods, much like the fruit we talked about earlier. And ladies out there, same thing, lighten up on yourself like Mika. Start to see your body as something that is your vehicle through life, as an asset rather than a liability. And that makes it so much easier to relax and be calm and centered and make better choices for your body. So little changes tiny, tiny little things that you do every day. That is the difference between immediate success and being challenged by this for a lifetime. You don't have to go that route. So that's it for this week. Thank you to all of those out there who have friended Karen and I. Please continue to do so so we can let you know what's coming up in future shows. We're looking forward to having Karen back next week. She was on vacay this week, missing the girl. But she will be back with her wonderful sense of humor and her fantastic energy. So remember this week, the key to achieving the biggest, most intense, most audacious goals in life is a healthy obsession. Because passionately focusing on your health will change your life in ways you can't possibly imagine. Less stress, more energy, 
more fun, and more joy, and you deserve it. Until next week, spark on. favorite driving music on your Android phone? Do you or a friend have an iPad or an iPhone? Well, now you can sync all of them to your car with ease with Kenwood, the number one mobile electronics brand in the country. With Kenwood, you can connect either your iPhone or Android smartphone and control everything by touchscreen. Learn more by visiting liveconnecteddriveconnected.com and to find a Kenwood dealer near you.